Hey y'all, it's A Few Minutes with the Pew Podcast. I'm Lily. And I'm Maddie. And we have a passion to see people make Jesus number one in their everyday lives. We want to get serious about being serious for Jesus. Will you join us? Hey everybody, welcome back to today's episode. We are really excited to have you here with us today. Okay, so we are getting into some questions you can use to start deep and meaningful conversations with your friends. I think that this is something we desperately need more of in our culture and even in families. Maybe this is something that it's not even just like a friends hangout time, Mm -hmm. you know, that kind of deal, but maybe it's just sitting around the dinner table and having dinner with your family or a sibling or something like that where you can just get to know their heart a little bit better, have a more meaningful time where you're talking about things that actually matter instead of just kind of the small talk that we're all used to. And quite honestly, our world has encouraged a lot of that. And and we don't really make time for deep conversation anymore. We don't make time for questions. And all throughout scripture, we see Jesus asking people questions and getting to know their heart and really wanting to listen to them and what they have to say and what they're thinking. And so I think that as Christians, we should also imitate that and we should want to be that person that others can kind of relate to and listen to. They can hear advice from us, but they also can be heard by us, if that makes Mm -hmm. sense. Like they can just sit with us and know that we are going to hear them and we are going to try our very best to understand where they're coming from, what they may be struggling with, but also challenge them with the truth and the love of Christ. So that is what our goal is for today's episode. And we're really excited about these four questions specifically because these are questions that we have asked in our small group Bible study many times. Mm -hmm. And we also send out these texts that we call Monday Movement Texts, which we did really well in the beginning, guys. It was like every single Monday we were doing, and now it's a little more sporadic, but we're getting back into them. And I've just been really excited to uh, do this again, because what we do is every single Monday, Maddie and I will type up a text and we'll just, you know, encourage them a little bit, you know, have a little bit of scripture in there, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then we will ask them maybe two, three questions and they will be meaningful questions. They will be things that they can share their heart on, maybe something they're learning, how we can pray for them, different things like that. And they're different every single week. So that's kind of what we do with our Bible study girls and our friends. And it's been a really great way to connect with each other on a deeper level. So Maddie, if you want to start us off with the first question and kind of maybe give some tips on Mm -hmm. if you are having a small group time, if it is sitting around at the dinner table, how do you implement these? How do you cultivate deep conversations? Yeah, well, I think that things like these are really important in small groups and stuff, especially if you're trying to keep things somewhat spiritual, but Mm -hmm. also just like really get to know someone because I'm one of those people where if I'm going to be out with people, being social, that kind of thing, then I want to have like actual conversations. I Small talk drains my social battery like really quickly because you're not actually learning anything new Mm -hmm. and you're just kind of sitting there fake smiling and acting like you're interested in what their favorite color is even though you may already know what their favorite color is or you know you told that exact same story last week or whatever and so I think that these questions are important sometimes you don't need the questions sometimes these conversations happen naturally don't feel like if you are kind of the leader of a small group or something like that and you want to incorporate things Mm -hmm. like this don't feel like you have to do that every time yeah 
there is any sort of silence or anything like that because sometimes deep conversations can happen naturally, but I mean, our tendency in our world today is to pretty much just stay Mm -hmm. shallow, don't really get into much detail or get attached to people or anything really. So I think that if you're trying to cultivate a very close-knit and intimate group, then these are important questions to ask to get to know one another and to just create more conversation where you're actually learning something new maybe Mm -hmm. and something that people would actually be interested in. And if you only have short answers on some of these questions, it's fine. Like, you don't have to force conversation. But typically, conversation ensues pretty naturally after Mm -hmm. some of these. So, the first one that we have down is a pretty loaded question where you would probably get quite a few different varied answers. It is, if you allowed yourself to dream, what kinds of things do you think you would do in your lifetime? What's your why behind these things? So, I think that this is an important question to ask for First of all, all of you to maybe examine your priorities or just Mm -hmm. examine what's at the forefront of your mind, but then also to be that encourager to your friend that if they have dreams that are actually plausible that they could go after and they need kind of a little bit of a push or just some encouragement, it's a really great way to get to know them and then also be able to encourage them in specific Mm -hmm. things in their lives. Like it's really nice when you text them and you're like, hey, I'm praying for you today or whatever. And those things mean a lot because I mean, lots of us don't have friends who do that a lot. Right. So those things are meaningful, but especially if you can get into conversations like these Mm -hmm. about what they're dreaming of doing or what they really want to strive for in life, it makes those texts much more meaningful when you're saying, hey, I'm praying that the Lord would give you direction in this specific meeting that you're going to be in today because you're chasing after those dreams that we've talked about or something like that. Mm -hmm. So, I think that that just encourages a more intimate and a more close-knit relationship between one-on-one friendships and just as a group because you can all be praying for each other, you can all be encouraging each other, or you can all be cautioning each other and making sure that y'all are looking out for everybody's well-being. Okay, so our second question is, how do you define spiritual success? Mm -hmm. I think this one is really interesting because there are a lot of different and still great answers to this question. Mm-hmm. And we've asked this a few different times and the answers are always different, but still obviously focused on Jesus. And mm-hmm. there is one specific answer that I, I guess I'll share with you guys because I feel like it's a good one. This girl that I had asked, she said, well, ultimately how I would define spiritual success is hearing the words, well done, good and faithful servant from Jesus at the Mm -hmm. end of my lifetime. And I just thought that that was a really great answer because it was straight from scripture, but it was also like this life goal, you know, like I'm going to live my life so that I can hear these words one day. And I know that that's something that we should all be focused on. But at that time when she had told me that and she had shared that in response to this question, it just kind of blew my mind because I was like, wow, I just didn't think about that, you know, and, Mm -hmm. and you create this kind of community and this fellowship with fellow Christians and friends when you ask meaningful questions like this and you each have a different take on the question, but it's also you share the same goal. You have the Mm -hmm. same focus. You have the same priorities. And so hopefully that's the case in whatever environment group, you know, that you're asking this question because that, just like Maddie said with the first one, that bonds you. And it also helps you to all focus on Jesus ultimately, which is what we want to do, right? By creating deep and meaningful conversation like this, our goal should always be to love Jesus more and to love one another more. Mm -hmm. That should be what we're after and our aim in what we do. And I know that that's kind of a cliche because a lot of people are saying that, 
And I understand that if you listen to that and you're like, oh, whatever, you know, I get that. That was, that was my reaction. <laughs> now I was like, I'm uh. like, okay, you know, yeah. I sometimes listen to stuff and I think that, but I think that's really the simplicity of the gospel yeah. is what we're after. And so it doesn't always have to be this like long, drawn out, theological, yeah. crazy answer that sounds like you're a Harvard student. So anyway, yeah. if that makes sense. <laughs> So, the next one is actually very interesting. The question is, is there anything you know you should let go of but haven't yet? Mm -hmm. I think this is a great question for kind of getting vulnerable with each other. And, you know, probably over dinner, you're not going to have people spill, like, their (laughs) deepest, darkest secrets or deep, dark sin that they've committed or something. But I think that these can be helpful, even if you're just talking about, like, bad habits or something. Mm -hmm. Because that helps you all to be kind of accountable in a way to each right. other. And you can all help each other to strive to be better. Mm-hmm. Just like you are with their dreams or in defining spiritual success. You know, all of these questions are meant to help you build each other up. And to encourage you, caution you, just be there with you in the journey. Right alongside you as you are going through life and experiencing different things. Mm-hmm. So, if there's something that they need to let go of and they share that with the group, maybe it's a past relationship that they're still holding on to or a habit that they know doesn't glorify the Lord, then as a group, the Lord calls us to keep each other accountable. And that doesn't necessarily mean like beating them over the head with the Bible or, you know, telling them once a week, like, did you take care of this yet? Have you let go of that past relationship? Are you still in love with this guy? Because you shouldn't be or whatever. (laughs) It's not necessarily about that. But honestly, sometimes you don't even have to do anything after that just because sharing it and knowing that you're accountable to Mm -hmm. other people helps that person to deal with those things on their own or to actually seek help from the group if they need it. Yeah. And another thing I think that when you ask these questions and you're really trying to cultivate this meaningful conversation with others, the Lord will show you things. The Mm -hmm. Lord will reveal things to each of you during this time if you're willing to listen, if you're willing to see those things. Because just little questions like that get you thinking about things that you probably wouldn't think about on your own in everyday life, right? Mm -hmm. You're probably not sitting at your computer doing school thinking about how you would define spiritual success or, you know, what you would do if you could dream without any limits or anything like that. So, it's a really interesting way to create this meaningful conversation that really does impact lives because you remember those things. You know, you remember being asked a meaningful question because people just don't do that anymore. And that's a really, really sad reality. But what if we could bring that back, right? What if we could be the ones who invited people over to our dinner tables who invited people to one of our favorite things as a bible study group is during the summer and fall we will literally sit in the middle of our driveway with a fire pit and just have a fire and just hang out and talk and go Mm -hmm. through some of these questions and just share life you know but it's also this quiet environment that allows for deep conversation and few distractions as you know much as we can limit them and that kind of thing so if people make it a priority to be there you invite them they already feel loved they already feel like okay somebody's taking the initiative to invite me and i would encourage you if you don't have anybody like that be that person Maddie and I didn't have friends like that before we decided to start The Few and before we kind of branched into the whole Bible study thing. Mm -hmm. We didn't have friends that were like inviting us over and we were doing a bunch of stuff together and we were having these meaningful conversations. And 
that's a lot of the reason behind why we wanted to start our Bible study groups and stuff, because we wanted to experience that with others. And we knew that if we wanted to, and we had that desire, and that's what we're seeing in scripture, that we're made to fellowship and made to relate with one another and do life together, then probably the chances are that other people are desiring that as Mm -hmm. well. So don't be afraid to take the initiative to branch out and to do that, to invite people over. It's okay if your house is messy, you know, like whatever season of life you're in, if you're a teenager and you're able to just, maybe you're not able to have them at your house, but you can go to a coffee shop or you can just, you know, take a walk with somebody at a park or something like go for it. People love to be invited. And I think that that's a huge way that we can show how much we care for them. Okay, the last question that we have that we're going to share with you today is, if you knew this was your last day, would you do the same things you're doing? I've heard this question phrased a zillion different ways, Mm -hmm. but I really like how this one is phrased specifically because it's already focused on the things that you're doing. It's not, I mean, usually we hear that question phrase, like, if this was your last day, what would you do, right? Mm-hmm. And and usually our minds, just because of how the question is phrased and asked, we would usually think of something we need to start doing, right? We need to yeah. begin something. We need to add something. But this question is more focused on, would you do the same things you're doing right now, currently mm-hmm. in your life, the things, the choices you're making, the things you're doing, would you continue to do that? Would you still do those? if you knew this was your last day. I just really like that question. And it has, I know, interested all of us girls when we ask each other that question. And it's one that really never gets old because Mm -mm. it's a constant examination of our priorities, our life, our choices. And it's powerful to hear other people say, no, I probably wouldn't. And here's what I long for. Here's my desire. Here's what I want to seek instead of the things that maybe I'm doing now. And you know what? Maybe it is, yeah, I would still do the same things I'm doing. I'm living the way that Christ intends and I want to continue on with that. So there's just a lot of different things that come into that. You see people where they're at spiritually. You you can recognize um, how they're growing, what they're learning, what they're reading, what they're listening to, lifestyles. You get to know their families a little bit when they talk about that. Just a lot of great things to think about. Yeah, and not all of these questions have to be super duper spiritual, you know, like when you talk about the dreams and different Mm -hmm. things like that, you know, it may sound kind of shallow, but I mean, we've had deep conversations around some Mm -hmm. of these things. And one of the questions that we asked at our four-year anniversary was just kind of like, what do you want to do this summer? Mm -hmm. Like, what are some things that you want to prioritize? And I mean, all of us, obviously, it was kind of like an unspoken or only one person had to mention that we wanted to prioritize Bible study and just getting together. But lots of us just said, you know, I want to be spontaneous. I want to just lay a blanket down in the yard and look up at the stars at night Mm -hmm. and just like really absorb the present moment and just be in life, you know, Mm -hmm. don't let it pass you by and just kind of be spontaneous. So not all of these questions are going to be inherently about Jesus, but I think that honestly you have the deepest conversations when you're talking about spiritual truths and spiritual beliefs that Mm -hmm. you have. And those are the conversations that people will remember because if ultimately your goal is to hear well done, good and faithful servant, then you're constantly going to want to be growing spiritually and groups like ours are helping you to do that. Mm -hmm. So that's why we ask these kinds of questions and why we really enjoy that and why our group enjoys doing that. And if there's a little bit of silence after you ask the question, like, that's fine. Let people think on it and don't be afraid of silence. Mm -hmm. Be open to whatever the Lord wants you to do. And if that means silence, it may feel a little bit uncomfortable. But sometimes if we wait for like a full minute 
mm-hmm. before anyone answers or two minutes. Those are when we have the most thought-provoking mm-hmm. answers to the questions that we can all kind of feed off of and talk about. So, don't be afraid of silence. Don't force conversation either. If the yeah. question is kind of a one-and-done thing, then mm-hmm. that's fine. Move on. And I think that the Lord will give you a good question right. to ask that will open up more conversation. And sometimes you just have to, like, work up to some things like this. Yeah. Because if you aren't already really good friends or you're not already growing closer, mm-hmm. not necessarily, like, best friends already, You don't have to be best friends already, but if you're not really working consciously to get closer to one another, then sometimes these answers can make you feel too vulnerable. Mm -hmm. So, you know, work your way up to these and soon y'all will be answering questions like these and (laughs) getting closer to each other, closer to Jesus. Mm -hmm. And you will notice that your time is not spent fake smiling and your social battery will not be draining as quickly. Yeah, for sure. Like me. (laughs) For sure. Okay, guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. We pray that these questions are a help to you and an Mm -hmm. encouragement to you, especially if you are a small group leader or someone who just really desires to have those meaningful friendships that go past the surfacey level yeah. um, that we're all used to. So thank you guys so much for tuning into this episode. Be sure to share it with a friend. Be sure to maybe send this to a friend that you want to ask these questions to and say, hey, we should do these the next time we get together or mm-hmm. we should go through these and let that be kind of a conversation starter and an encouragement and something that you can look forward to the next time that you get together. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening and we will talk to y'all next Monday. Bye, guys. Oh, 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 oh,